0: Hello, educators and friends of educators. Welcome to the After School Talk podcast, where we discuss hot button issues in education and search for possible solutions. A podcast for educators by educators. This podcast is sponsored by The Right Effect. That's R-I-T-E Effect. The Right Effect provides an educational approach with a twist. At The Right Effect, educators learn how to use interventions implemented through school-based extracurricular activities to promote school belonging, academic motivation, and positive school culture. Check out The Right Effect at www.therighteffect.com. Again, that's www.therighteffect.com. And follow him on Instagram at The Right right Effect. I'm your host, Dr. Dukes, and I'm joined by my co-host and fellow educator, Mr. Dukes. Not only are we married, but we also have a combined 15 years of experience in education. We want to say thank you for listening and please subscribe to our podcast, The After School Talk.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of After School Talk with your host and co-host,
0: Dr. Sharon Dukes
1: and Melvin Dukes.
0: We are here.
1: Alive and well. Alive and well. Ready to do another episode. Yes.
0: Last episode we dug into some stuff. Um. Actually, we we kept going so long we were out
1: of time. We didn't even we get to talk about a, everything. We do an ad last time. No, we didn't put in an ad. None of that. Yep, yep, yep. But, but this time we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be mindful of the time and all that good stuff. <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> right on to the biz, on Jack.
0: For the small talk today, small I want talk to talk today. about AT ATLians.
1: AT aliens. Big boy. Andre three thousand. Outcast. Outcast. I want that man. for the small
0: talk today. Give me some outcasts. Tell me, Melvin. Oh, why are you shaking your head already? Tell
1: me what? What you
0: want what you about to say? What I about to say? What I'm about to ask. Oh, what you about to ask? Um, can you tell me what is give me two of your favorite outcast songs? Oh,
1: you uh oh, that was difficult. That was a difficult question. You don't um, know two favorite outcast songs? No, I, I actually don't. No, I mm. sure don't.
0: You're right, that's kinda hard just cause we listen to them so heavy. What's your favorite album?
1: Um, really and truthfully, my favorite album is um Love Below. Really? Why? Because I am a R and B dude. I like the oh. sing and stuff like that. So, um, like to listen to B, so yeah, I like, R&B I like R and part. I like the singing part. Like that's that's my thing. I
0: think there is no, and hold up, I don't have an album to compare Love Below to. That's why I love it so much. Right? Like it's it's such a sound that's n- unfamiliar. That that's why I like it. It's very unique. Um, right. but you know my favorite album stank on you.
1: I would just about say uh either Stankonia or uh Equimini. Or Equimine, yeah. yeah. I will probably say Equimini over Stankonia it probably go stink Stankonia, AT aliens Um, especially if you're talking about the duo album. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, just take speaker Box and Love Low out. Um, mine would probably go Equimini, Stankonia, A T Aliens, uh Southern player It is Southern Play Um I don't know. That that'll probably be second to last. The very last will probably be the the wild soundtrack. Oh
0: yeah. I actually like Idlewild. Second um, to last Hollywood Divorce and um oh, what's my song on that album? Mm. Da, 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 da. Uh, um, you know it. As if me snapping my fingers is going to help you. Right. With the girl singing on it. He playing the piano. Andre singing. Um, you're a boy. You're a boy. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you, we, you know, we were talking in the car earlier about music and the memories that songs will bring back to you. And that's why Stank On is my favorite. Stank On You came out when I was in high school. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it takes me right back to high school because it was at the top of, like, the beginning of me going to high school. And then at the end of high school is when we got Love, below and speak about. So, for the class of 2004, when, when it was time for scene production, and we redid the whole scene from roses down to the red cardigans and the golden calculator to divide. <laughs> so, that's why I was like, yeah. To
1: divide, to divide.
0: Oh, time they so. to
1: look inside and realize mm-hmm. that real guys <laughs> go for real down and somewhere. To Mars, girl. Oh, to Mars, girl. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know you like the thing, okay, yo. Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. okay, okay. okay. you too far. Okay, sorry. Oh, Jesus. We well, have to make sure we send this to uh, some high school friends so they can reminisce.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Reminisce. Uh-oh, Mary J popped in my head. Okay, so. Let's go ahead and get it.
1: Let's get it. Crack-a-lacking. So we went into the last episode
0: talking about when you just feel like it is a time to go. Not a time to kill, but a time to go.
1: When was it time for me to go? Yes. And on this episode, we're asking the same question, but this time we're flipping the script and turning it on you. When was it time for you to go? What was that defining moment? What made you say, you know what? It's over with. It's done with. It's time to roll out. It's time to go.
0: Oh, you know, I almost started singing again. You oh. said "roll out," and I thought ludicrous. Roll, roll out, out. <laughs> roll out. Came out my sophomore year college. Um, uh, I mean, college or high school, but um.
1: So you leaving? Mm-hmm. Um, what did it for you? Like, what was what was your time to? First of all, how long were you in? How long had you worked in the school system? K through
0: twelve. Um, eight years. Eight, eight years. I think it was eight. Eight. Or seven and a half, I something like that. Cause it was kinda eight. funky because it was like seven and a half. 'Cause
1: seven I came in mid year. Did you? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, so seven and a half, eight years, and after seven and a half, eight years, you finally called it quits for right now. I'ma say right for right now. Um mm-hmm. in the K through twelve sector of education. hmm. Um, at what moment was it that you kind of thought to yourself, you know what? Time to wrap this up.
0: A good question that I should have known because I knew what we were going to talk about. But it, <laughs> you know, how you how you know something, then it's like, Is that was that the moment? Yeah, well, um, well,
1: yeah, 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 go ahead, answer the question the best way you know how. I can say I started to
0: question it, uh. um, when the programming seemed to not get the same results as the past. So, the student programming where we're doing these. That um when we say programming in higher ed, it's like coming developing initiatives that will uh influence student behavior or retention or student involvement okay, and um that really was the whole basis of my dissertation uh, um, yeah uh looking at the life of the student who was um shot and killed and seeing that he was very involved on campus had a had a school mentor um had aspirations to go to college like how does he end up in a situation where he is shot and killed in a place he you know should not have been at with people who may have not um had his best interests in mind at the time um you know you know how does that happen so in doing the research and going forward i started seeing some things that were making it very difficult to have integrity in the programming. And so um, I remember meeting with uh, 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 an administrator before and just talking to him about, you know, different ideas and ways to work through things. And one thing he said that really clicked in my head was, you know, when you're doing programming, your school has to be in a conducive environment for that programming. So if the school rules or student expectations student accountability does not promote the behavior that you're trying to encourage you're screwed mm-hmm. so if you worked at a school where we wanted to teach students to um i try to think of things something very practical we want to teach students to i don't know turn your homework in on time mm-hmm. But there was no consequence for not turning your homework in on time, and if you didn't turn it on time, it was just like oh, okay. And if you did, it was oh okay. It was not a an, it was not an incentive to do it. It wasn't no positive affirmation when you did do it. It was nothing negative that came when you did. It was just like mm, but this is what y'all want to push for. It kind of makes it where okay. So but y'all, I mean, <laughs> there's no we're not creating the environment where that's a that's a priority or that's a push. So that's when I started questioning whether or not the programming was actually um
1: helpful so when when you kind of came to this realization was it an abrupt thing or was it like over time or like i know you saw things the the results shifting i know you saw that mm-hmm. but was that your as soon as that started happening you immediately said okay it's time for you to get out of this or was it like a Uh, but maybe I can get it back to where it was or something else got to change. Was that like, did you absolutely know in that moment, I got to get out of this?
0: No, I didn't know it in the moment. Um, And and to be honest, I think that my biggest uh, pool of information was talking to my students. So Mm -hmm. when I would get these kind of like, hmm, but why? And what if? But why every time? And why don't this? When I would get those questions, I would ask them. And when they were very candid and honest about stuff, it was like, okay, you're not you're not going to be able to 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 do the things that you're pushing to do because the students are telling you like that no right now that's we we and and they weren't students who were um who are not aware of the the impact it could make. These were the heavily involved students, right. But just to give you some. Background on the dissertation. I think I said what my dissertation was in past episodes. So if you go back, just go back and listen to all of them. It maybe (laughs) it's in there somewhere. But one thing I found out in my research was that my, uh, in my research, just to give you the topic, it was um, implementing a rite of passage intervention within a school-based extracurricular activity um, at a high school. So we were, I was trying to gauge whether the rite of passage intervention Implementing within the activity, because there are different elements in a ride passage that you have to have, brought students to a greater sense of connection to the school, like a greater sense of belonging, right? Mm-hmm. And so students were, here's the finding that shocked me. They felt they definitely belonged there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They took pride in the place they were at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which was, this. Was, this is great, right? But this is the shocking part. They however separated themselves from anything negative at the school. So they they would speak within the focus groups that I was doing as a we versus them. Okay. So the other students in the building, oh yeah, they they get in trouble, they do this, they don't turn in their work, they don't pay attention to the teacher, they do the, But we <laughs>
1: So they almost saw that as like that. That's not a reflection of me though, right? And and us. So
0: you belong, but only to this part of the school. Don't right. move me to that part of the right. school. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And so then in the talking to advisors, it was the same exact thing. It was this idea of my students. I don't know what's going on over there, but right. everybody who's on the chess club. Well, student council is great. I can't speak for all the rest of them. So whereas the idea was that these um, programming, the programming we were doing should have been a greater influence onto the school culture, because that's what happened at first school, right? So it's, if we're doing a greater impact on the school culture, right. it was the 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 outside forces were so heavy that we all you could do was protect the ones you could get gotcha so all, all you can do is like put these behind my back hold on to them we don't want you to you know don't yes you don't get in trouble yes we're going to continue to push positivity but they they didn't see how they could in return go be that beacon for other students
1: i got you i got does that you. make sense so then, so that's
0: when it's coming like so what like well what does it mean to like
1: not be a influence it's almost like they come to school in a bubble mm-hmm. I'm, but i'm but i'm it's a great bubble to be in yeah but i'm not going outside this bubble once i get to school i ain't stepping out right if you struggling over there you just gonna have to struggle (laughs) yeah because i can't get out this bubble i ain't gonna do mm, what i'm supposed to do with mm -hmm. all my other bubble people Mm -hmm. but i'm not coming out to help right and so
0: good example would be um anybody in student council would with would notice you sometimes are trying to think of ways student council members can help other students or teaching them to be leaders, because think about even as little kindergartners, you be a leader. You set the example at school, right? So we would have students who would say, um, "Oh, you can't." I'm gonna say Jane Doe. The teacher is Jane Doe. So, "Oh, you can't learn in Ms. Doe class," because so they had the kids always in there playing. So I'm saying, "Hey, as a student leader, you need to be the one to speak up and and you know, Ms. Doe stand up for Ms. Doe or tell your that's your friend, tell to be quiet." And they looking at me like, "Who?" Oh, no, because then that's not... And you either had the ones that say like, that's not going to help they're not, or, or the ones that said they're not going to listen to me or the ones who were like, I mean, it is what it is. I mean...
1: <laughs> and what did, did that kind of, uh, I guess, belief... Because my thing is, if you would think if these are the leaders of the school, they shouldn't have a problem with voicing their opinion or voicing their concern or anything like that. But it sounds like they didn't have a problem doing that but they just knew it's it's not gonna have an effect. I've done it. I've tried it, but it's not gonna have an effect. Why? Why you think they saw it like that? I
0: I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm going to jump out on a limb and just think about it from my perspective as an adult, where I started to recognize you you cannot. Th- the, the my recommendation for students were, was that you may have to talk to this person outside of class mm-hmm. because typically in front of everyone else they're going to chump you oh, off. Oh yeah, and they going Man, gonna you out. just want to kill you kind of kill the vibe. Dah, right. dah, dah, dah. So now you over here looking like well, I was just trying to help, you know, and our students don't like to feel like the 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 um the person that's killing the fun or something right. like that, right? Because they they want to be likable. Yeah. So I think the idea of not being likable kind of um hurt them, but the thing but the the thing was that that happened over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I can remember my first group of student leaders and run like that. They, they, they demanded it. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They, yeah, They
0: were the ones that came in the room. And if there was a problem, Oh no, I got it. Don't worry. Oh, she ain't gonna do that tomorrow. And you, you like, Whoa, oh, okay. <laughs> but then gradually it turned into, and I, and I'm telling you, one of the students said this and I, Oh, you know how you can close your eyes and see it. Like it's in a movie. One of the students kept saying, it's dude, we comfortable we com- this is what we're used to mm. we're used to kids like from she said these are the same people we've been to school with from elementary, elementary on yeah so this is how they've been acting they've been getting away with it all these years with us so what we're we gonna say something now for it's just we're comfortable mm. so such and such like and, and and i would ask them questions like when you see a fight happen or you see the video of it On they were like mm, i mean it was they, you're immune to it at some point point. And and when you ask them about it in a separate space after the fact it was like oh Never realized that. It right. I've, been, that, I've yeah. been
1: seeing that happen for so long. I, I ain't never have a different thought about it. But now that we're having a separate conversation about this exact same situation, I am thinking a little I bit I am thinking about, about Right, it. But right. But had we not had this conversation, I would have had the mm-hmm. same thoughts I've been having right. since first grade. Because it's been the same people doing the exact same exact thing. same thing.
0: So Damn. it wasn't... It was never a... um. Oh goodness! It was never a red flag for them, they, and they knew it was. And I think sometimes they knew something was more so annoying versus yeah, inappropriate. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they in there trying like I'm just trying to get my lesson. Y'all so annoying, but not going. This is why does this happen? Because it, it's, I mean, it's been going on. like right. say all this time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you think is there, is anything you could have done differently, or you could have changed? Well, you, I'm talking about you. I get to other people later, but. Do you think there's anything you could have done differently, or tried to do differently, or or just changed up your approach on
0: something? Uh, I I think what I was what I tried to do that was a little different was um be more cognizant of having those conversations, mm-hmm. um and even having them with the students who who they would tell me were doing those things in class like let's why what is going on like why yeah. is this you you know. Why are you exhibiting this behavior? What's the problem? And so, sometimes I think people would, uh, you know, how in the education world, it's always this idea that well they they come from a broken home and they didn't eat breakfast and that's why they like people paint these narratives and I'm always like, where did you? Wh-? Hmm. That very well could be the case mm, yeah. in certain scenarios. Absolutely. But it's not always like that. Right. Like, it's not, all, I just don't know another way to say it. It's not always that. Like, sometimes you need to just speak to a kid and go, stop that.
1: Yeah, just have a conversation.
0: Yeah, some of you just need to have a conversation and yeah. like, stop. What? <laughs> like, what's What's the problem? Right. And then you'll find out some of them, like, this, this is literally, I've had a couple students like this. I came here to socialize. Yep, yep. I, I remember having a student like that. I came here to socialize. Mm-hmm. And then furthermore, once he did drop out of school and his father agreed to him dropping out of school because the father said, I don't have a high school diploma. And I'm out here in these streets and I'm straight literally in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that quote. So what? You see what I'm saying? So that's like a, you know, that's that's a deeper point right there but at the end of the day it was like i didn't come here to go to class right so for right. other students they knew too he didn't come here to go to class so there's right. no point in having a conversation with him mm-hmm. so it, like i say it was just trying that i think that was the thing i was trying to do different is really like figure out and understand some things but
1: it was the system the system wasn't set up for this to be and this, that i'm glad you brought that up because that's now taking me into my next question um you talking about the system so that's clearly outside of what you can do so, just in your from your standpoint, what's some of the things that could have been done differently outside of you?
0: Uh, I don't know if this is a challenge for other districts, but I know for ours, it is the the accountability of the student. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody wrote a book somewhere, author to author unknown, and told some educators that if you are if you discipline students, that their life is you know their life is over. And so, our district adopted that philosophy.
1: So, that. so
0: therefore, it was, there's no consequences for anything. Yep. Like, they it just like- they just need a hug and love. Wait a minute. Like, but it, there has to be some type of consequence. Mm-hmm. Like, something has to, something. And we're not saying, like, a corporal punishment. I don't know. Like, I ain't saying go over there and give them a spanking. But right. somewhere we got to start looking at this discipline and, and Recognizing when the student needs to be removed from the situation so that the rest of the the class can continue.
1: And even with 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 a form of discipline, it goes back to the word I've used before: being intentional. Mm-hmm. Like every every uh distraction, outburst, you know, whatever, can have the same consequence. Right? Can absolutely cannot have the same consequence? So definitely being intentional. With your, whatever the, the, the consequences whatever are. The consequences everything are, right. can't get an ISS. Everything can't get a, a 15 minute talking to in the, mm-hmm. in the administrator's office. Or Every, detention. Or detention or suspend. Like everything don't deserve the same type of punishment. But at the same time, I, you definitely got to pay attention to what the offense was. You know, who was involved. Because the, the same person you give detention to. um No, I don't I, I I want to say it like that. Or do I? I'm gonna use me and for an example. Mm-hmm. If you give me detention, oh, I'm straight. I ain't. I, I don't need no other punishment <laughs> because my mom gonna kill me for that detention. I don't need nothing else. Mm-hmm. But you might have another student like detention. Why? Well, detention ain't nothing to me. why give me that extra hour out of school. I'm straight. ISS. Oh, I'm good. I'm loving mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Now give me ISS. Boy, well, my mom gonna <laughs> kill me. She gonna be in ISS with me, beating my butt mm-hmm. the whole time
0: but in both instances in both instances the reason why you don't want the punishment because your parent is going to also hold you accountable that's absolutely so when the parent doesn't hold a student accountable and the school don't hold the student accountable now we really screwed because yep. they fear yep. none they fear absolutely. no one and they can do anything and and that's where the issue was coming on so what i realized was that um the reason why a lot of the programming worked um initially was because the environment w- was able to promote those activities. So, let's say, okay, that's like, I remember <laughs> one time students uh in my first school wanted to do something at a pep rally or something, and they just was ready to have one of those like crump pep rallies they, mm-hmm. that they would see on social media. This oh, is... Yeah. This is this is at the you know the before Snapchat, okay. Right. So I remember the principal being like, you know what, let's do it. And but here's why that it it, it happened. The kids did exactly what they supposed to do. Now they screamed their heads off and ran around, did whatever what a, the chant, the thing that we did to the point where at the end of the ride, I remember him looking at me going, "You happy? Are you happy?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hey, they 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 did good though. They left got on the bus, no problems, right? right. So." There was no reason not to have this event and do it because the students, we had very memo discipline issues. Really? Like, it was just, they needed a break. It, really? it was almost like finals week when they start doing stuff on campus like screen, screen week and all this other kind of stuff to mm-hmm. get you at that tense moment because you're so stressed with academics it's like they deserved a moment like this if you look at us aaron at johnson we deserved spirit week yeah we yeah. deserve for a whole it came, day
1: it came at the right time
0: right we would be in there for a whole day doing spirit weeky stuff because mm-hmm. we deserve it right so the what happened was you started to build this idea of entitlement and students not understanding that the academics come first yeah I need you to do academics first, and then we're gonna get to this point. It was just like, no, we this is what we're supposed to do. No, 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 no. You're supposed to earn this. Right, right. It's that it. that's that's the point of it. And that is a part of the right of passes that it creates this idea of earning this new transition, this new level of independence and adulthood through these activities. And that that would be the, the thing where it's like, okay, I can't I can't control how the environment is set up Mm -hmm. like the fact that and then the other thing is this too so let's go into go into this the reason why and i said this on the episode is complicated we was doing so good because of collaboration Mm -hmm. working with teachers working with the counselors doing you know we were we were locked tight together and doing stuff and everybody was very supportive but in that time at that time because even at that school now it's different at that time everybody
1: wasn't overworked bingo you 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 getting right on what i was just thinking like yeah it was like everybody was was cool and okay with everybody because we didn't have as much on our plate back then Mm -hmm. you are absolutely right Mm -hmm. absolutely so we had no problem taking time out to talk with you, talk to this person, plan for this over here, you do extra things go outside the classroom. Go back to the
0: homecomings. We used to decorate the hallways. Absolutely. And there were teachers. Yep, yep. Now, we would decorate the hallways starting Friday night, mm-hmm. Friday after school, late yep. now.
1: Going it'll go into going uh, all Saturday. Saturday
0: night. Yep, yep. And there were teachers who would leave Friday seeing us decorate and was like, oh, I didn't know y'all was starting today. Okay. Uh, and, and we'll hook up with other students and, and, and say, what else y'all need? Okay, yep. you're going to be here tomorrow. I'll come. And they would come dollar tree down with bags and stuff and stay there with those kids all day and those same teachers i've talked to them now and they were like i couldn't even think about like i couldn't even fathom doing that now because i'm just like when i leave out of this door i don't want to come back yeah, i don't want to so much
1: on their plate right in can... those work hours mm-hmm. and we so even had teachers who place. even if they were
0: having to work on month they were like oh i still be up here I still, i can do some stuff in my classroom yep, and yep. they would be in the classroom and come back out and help the kids with this or make their copies and mm-hmm. still it was just like we and when i really look at it, we were always up there on saturdays like it was it was a it was a good time just to work on stuff and yep. Socialized, yeah, just, but now it's like, work. nah, and, and and that was the next thing. I think as you look at the students were causing more behavior issues, um, and then teachers were looking like, I don't, I don't have the time, nor do I want to spend any extra time in this place. That's it right there, buddy. That, yep.
1: <laughs> Close this chapter on up. And with with you saying closing the chapter on up, do you think that this is something that? You have quit cold turkey, or it's like no, I I just need to take a break from it for, for a while, and I might try it again. Do you do you think you're completely done with it? Uh,
0: my dad always says never say never, yeah.
1: so I yeah, yeah. never
0: say never with whatever whatever uh, God has. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think the the first thing is I would say with now whatever job I had if I go back to my first job in high school I hated that but anyway but with this in particular I loved it right I loved it if you knew me at that school especially my friends on Snapchat you know like I remember one of my friends when he found out I left was like oh I know (laughs) like you had to go if you he was like because you loved what you did I was like oh absolutely Oh yeah, like it was a 24 hour thing for me like I was into it like and and a lot of the stuff and and you gotta understand too while teachers are having lesson plans in the district mandating to them what to do mine's off the top this that's coming off my head of ideas and programs and things to do so i was just adding extra work that i didn't have to do like i ain't gotta do this why am i adding this because i want to do it (laughs) so i saw where there was initiatives and things that i wanted to happen but um i think that i think the the difference is is that being in such an uh Oh goodness in such a, a draining stage like that last year being so draining that it did help me to know that when I do consultations with other schools what to tell them initially to say whether or not you need to move forward with trying to implement the programs that we have with the right effect right because if you're, teachers are already overworked if they're already looking like here they come with another initiative if they do not stay after school if y'all already you know it's just not going to work because you have to fix that environment first you have to fix that first because we're not going to get anywhere and so what i don't like and i think this is coming from my hbcu background what i don't like and i cannot stand is for you to say you have whatever kind of programming and it's not reflective in student behavior Mm-hmm. So if the student that you tell me is the best leader on campus, or these are the student leaders, and I find out, oh, she cursing the teacher out, he's stealing, she, okay, so wait a minute, what are you really teaching? Right, What's, yeah. 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 Yeah, and so the students knew, I would look at them like, you guys, we are we are supposed to be the ambassadors for this school, we are the mm-hmm. brand of this school, so you can't go out there and do things that are not in line with the brand right and that's not to say you're not gonna mess up as a student like we i would tell them this is a journey it's a journey and i've had students do stuff where i was like now you dummy and what you do that for but they knew and listen that may mean that you got to take you hey you can't be the president this year or that may mean you got you can't go on the field trip with us yes but we i need you to be able to sit down and say i messed up that wasn't yep that didn't go we, well we were mm-mm shouldn't have went out there with them and did that, or I shouldn't have posted out on social media, whatever it is, you know that that was a mistake, and but you know, and you also recognize there's a consequence that got to come with it. Right. And that was another problem. I started realizing, okay, wait, so we're not going to hold the student leaders accountable so they don't have a consequence? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, right. no. No, 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 right. <laughs> no, no. No.
1: was was hold them accountable just they, like you would yes. do anybody else. Don't give them no pass, none of that.
0: No, they have to understand. And the thing is, is that most of them knew they knew that. They knew like, oh yeah, I just got away with murder, and I'm just sitting there looking like, no, mm-hmm. you can't do that because what happens is for the next year. See, that's mm-hmm. what people don't. I don't know if that's if that's a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know yes, yes, I don't yes,
0: know if that's yes, a thing yes. that people pay attention to for the next year. Mm-hmm. You just made it that much more difficult. Yeah. If Melvin dudes can be the um, captain of the football team and, I don't know, break into the concession stand and steal money, and then we make him the captain of the team next year. Okay, well, you know the next captain has go. every right to break in there and do something, go. right? Because you can't now say, oh, well, no, but you can't be the captain. Because,
1: see, Melvin yep. already broke in. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. yeah, just like what I talked about on the last episode, when you when you allow seniors to fail the first half of the year oh, yeah. and then give them that, that package, you know, the second half of the year and still allow them to mm-hmm. graduate. Now you setting them, setting the next class up, but they right. don't expect to do the exact same thing. So it's the same thing that that you talking about. If right. when you let those student leaders get mm-hmm. away with murder. You know what you're oh, doing for the next, next set of student leaders. Year. They gonna come in with the same kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. If I just join this organization, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sick because I can do anything I, I, I want to in this school. <laughs> I'm good. And yeah, so that said, can't happen. They right. said you
0: skipping class. Right. You don't right. never do. Oh, Sending the, no. no. the wrong
1: example. Sending the wrong
0: example. And and things that I liked about um, setting an example or a standard were. Um, reflective in my times of being at HBCU, being Miss Payne College, being on student government, where if I direct the student activities, Mr. Sean Hascapalma <laughs> will walk in the room and give a look. All he had to do was give a look, and we knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. So when I found myself having those moments where my students, I understood what that meant. It was, it's the beauty of not even having to say anything. Mm-hmm. We've already created a standard. So something like homecoming, and I say, okay, you know, you, you guys have to wear da 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 it would be kids. I I I don't even know who. I haven't even. <laughs> I just walked in the gym. And they already like me to over there and look at such an outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So the girl, I, I switched my outfit last night. Mm-mm. Cause see, you gotta you gotta follow the rules. Everybody's right. to follow the rules. We've yeah, we've yeah. been clear and consistent for so many years with stuff that the students are yeah, already. We ain't gonna break it now. We're not, not gonna break it, and the students and you knew coming into it. You right, like mm-hmm. it's fair and it's consistent, and the expectation and is high. That's right, that's all, all it's all about. about.
1: That's what it should all be about: being fair, being consistent, being intentional with everything that you do, mm-hmm. regardless of what child you're dealing with. What you know? What organization they are part of? Who child, mm-hmm. grandchild, niece, nephew, mm-hmm. daughter, whatever it is. Be consistent. Be fair. Be intentional. Because we're
0: teaching this now. We are teaching them that Georgia Power will cut your lights off if you don't pay them, regardless of who you are. Yes, regardless. If you don't make the payment. It's it.
1: getting cut off. And
0: so what? And what? Of my philosophy always was: I rather teach you this now before your lights get cut off. There you go. I rather teach you this now before the the warden teaches it to you. There you go. So we don't want. I don't want you. I don't want you to learn from there. So I rather the one moment in your life that you just felt like the whole world collapsed was. Me saying that you can't run for Miss Homecoming. I'd rather me say, listen, you don't have a GPA. And I'm not going to bend and do nothing. You cannot run for Miss Homecoming. This is the GPA requirement. And then when you get to college and you want to run for Miss Howard University, you are already on a 4.0 GPA because in high school, <laughs> I couldn't Absolutely. run. Absolutely. So I'm going to make sure for I'm college not, I have it set. Because that's way, yep. that's way bigger than this. That's way bigger than Miss Homecoming.
1: Absolute best candidate. Right, right.
0: So it's, those are the kind of things that we're trying to set for students. And like you said, you just get to a point where you're – you, you don't know whether you coming or going or what's, what, 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 what are we really doing here? What, what is the impact? And I think that even colleges and universities are starting to make sure that there is an impact in students' lives, not just to say we have it to have it. Right. And that's what, you know, it, that's just like, and I guess I had the student development side, you had the academic side. So you right. were looking yeah, at yeah. the yeah they at graduation but what does that mean what does them walking across the stage really yes, mean yes. in the grand scheme of things when you see them two years yeah. later and they're looking at you like hey can you mm-hmm. i'm trying to get back in the school can mm-hmm. you have, huh mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. man you could have been you could have done and there there are situations that happen that students will have to take a step back or they fall off or something happens but we trying to prevent that from right. happening i want right, you to right. go ahead i want this to be as smooth as possible yeah,
1: absolutely and when you look yeah, in going. You' about to graduate. You mm-hmm. have no clue what you' are gonna do tomorrow. Nothing whatsoever. No, yeah, you' gonna you' gonna grill and have a, a, a dope graduation party and cookout, turn up, uh, kick back, and, and them other things. Mm-hmm. But then what? Mm-hmm. When August come around, what you doing with yourself? <laughs> Your little brother and sister they going they going back to school. Yeah. Your 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 friends they going off to college, but what you gonna do with yourself? What's Cause see, next we, you? Cause What's see, your next move?
0: Even if we're not preparing for college, at least we got you for the
1: workforce. They they can't ain't do that. Yeah, see they that's they the thing. That, that was the
0: thing. I wanted I wanted to be where everybody's walking across the stage like I know with something. I know on Monday morning I'm either going to work or I'm chilling for the rest of the summer to plan. college or, ready or, for or the
1: military military
0: something. something. That's what you look forward to. You want the kids to feel like I know what it is I got to do. I got a plan. And I and I had one student he put on on Facebook the other day. Something like "Welcome to the world," where don't nobody care with, like about your life or whatever. And oh, you mean
1: the same world we try to teach you about when you was in high school? <laughs> but
0: you know, he tagged us one time. He tagged off of us and said, "Why y'all ain't tell me it was gonna be like this?" And he did it funny because he was like, "I know, yeah,
1: yeah, you, yeah, I know y'all you y'all really guys was absolutely doing it. Yes,
0: yeah. you guys absolutely tried to tell tell me, and boy, I said, Yeah, it 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 will hit you.' And that's the thing; I did, I never had that moment where life just hit me because. From high school to college, it was my teachers and professors were hitting me left and right yeah. and saying. I, I
1: kind of knew what to expect. Yeah, Because yeah. of the conversation I had in the past and stuff like that. That didn't
0: make adults any easier.
1: Oh no, because I, I we know it.
0: we like I should say that like not, and what I mean by any easier is like huh, like we still don't want to
1: do it. All right, we still got the stuff we got to do. We knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah we knew it was
0: gonna happen. We, we, you know, we were prepared for it, but
1: now before we get out of here let me ask you uh one last question um so we know you're out of this position right now uh if you ever came back what would be your ideal situation like how would this position be set up for you if you were to ever come back to it in the per under the perfect circumstances that's a good question what would that look like
0: under perfect circumstance it would be a district level position mm. where i would have um it would mirror what you would see in college student affairs. So there's somebody, it would be a district level position to where we have somebody who is over the, whatever the initiatives are for mm-hmm. the district. Mm-hmm. And then they would have a di- uh, a director or whoever over those positions. And then they would have, and then from there it would be the person that is at the school doing those. So let's say freshman transition is a, or student transition. We're going to say student transition is a, um position and one and one of these episodes we are gonna get into the titles of things um the names because um you know being able to say that you are the director of student activities or the coordinator of student involvement or the um academic advisor those things make sense as soon as you hear them so student involvement students getting involved in activities on campus right yeah, yeah. but when you say somebody is the family service facilitator so family service facilitator.
1: Hmm. You you initially think why is this person in the school?
0: Yeah, should not be in a separate building somewhere. I don't. I don't. You know, well, maybe I'm in this. I, maybe I'm there, but shouldn't I be sitting down with families? D-Facts. That's really that's what you a family service coordinator sound like somebody yeah. who work at D-Facts. So mm-hmm. yes, but so we're gonna get into the whole naming of things, but um. So let's use for example, if you had uh student transitions is something, right? So you have a person who works who does student transitions at the school, who reports to somebody who oversees the student transitions programs for all of these schools, who then will report up to the to the next person to make sure that all the rest of the programs are going good like that. So that we can really have a true student affairs approach in K twelve. That made sense.
1: Absolutely. It better. Absolutely, <laughs> because I think that's where then you better hold down that direct position if it ever come to be a real thing. Hey, yeah,
0: if it was a real thing, that'd be that would be ideal because of the the I think the gift that God has given me is the ability to see programs, have a vision for programming, and then be able to guide people on how to implement it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one time. Palmer said to me that his uh somebody told him that he didn't value ideas. And he was like, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if he said he doesn't. But what it what it was a reflection of is that Palmer, you can literally right now say to him, you know, I'm thinking about doing. I told him we have a jazz event coming up. He was like, oh, you know what it'd be? You should do something, something on. He didn't even say Bourbon Street. He said some other street in New Orleans that i never heard of. And if you do New Orleans infused menu with, you know, um, Binets and, so, and I'm sitting up here like, hi, you just, what? what? So he didn't came that up with a whole, because ideas to him is like, boom, I see a whole vision. Some people are able to like visionary people, mm-hmm. right? And then they can help others to do that. So you can have somebody come in and it's like, I want to do something for the freshmen, you know, that coming in and orientation, but what should I do? I got you. From the theme, to the sessions, to the t-shirt design, to the names of the groups. I got you. I can do all of that kind of stuff. But um, I'm past my level of sitting there and implementing it one by one. Because <laughs> um, I'm tired. But oh, yeah. um, like you said, sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you need a break. But in yeah, an ideal yeah. situation, that's what I would see.
1: I hear that. I hear that. Well, it has definitely been great talking to you about, and again. It's always
0: great talking to me, right? huh it's always great talking to me yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love
1: <laughs> so many things wait was that was that what you were thinking Mm-hmm. Oh, okay good um <laughs> anyway uh we're gonna but, play word association one time no we're not no we're no, not no, we like, are, we're, we're not. gonna do that anyway uh it's been great talking to you about you know your uh exiting the building as well moment. as
0: your exit
1: that was a good conversation too oh yeah um uh, i do say i will say your exit was way more dramatic
0: what reason? i mean i'm mean, what i mean by dramatic is I, just, <laughs> it was kids who took your class i felt like 20 years ago who were like you're not teaching yeah and i was looking at me i'm like he's not your teacher," but i mean <laughs> right like when the last time you seen him in a classroom but for yeah. them it was just like no you mm-mm. it was, and
1: it was that's one thing i will say i do miss teaching uh because i miss the interactions i had with my students but i i definitely don't miss the overwork ness no that came with it, but I definitely uh, missed the the interaction. The interaction, absolutely, I will say that.
0: Again, you know, I'm gonna tell you what I miss. As we talk about ideal setting, I miss being able to do um, what we did at the uh, first school at Cross Creek, collaboratively, collaboratively with everyone. Mm-hmm. I miss seeing. I just remember that. that last year we did the homecoming decorations i just i did just a moment for me where i just remember looking up and down the hall and from administrators to students we all there together you know and all one team pulling things together and then when it came time to and i'm gonna tell you something real you can say it's country but we loved it we had a parade in the On the football field, where the students would sit up in the stands and we would go around the field. And I remember somebody being like, Hey, you know, Cross Creek had a parade in the stadium where more people showed up for our parade than yours. Could, but the students have to come. come. But you know what it was? It wasn't about that. It was those kids who had cars decked out. They've been decorating them for whatever time we released them to go outside, decorate the cars. You had the kings and queens or whoever out there. The cheerleaders would come up with this crazy dynamic routine to do in the stadium. Um, it was a time where everybody I don't everybody put forth a hundred percent effort to do something. Mm-hmm. And so what I've just seen over the years is that from teachers to administrators just fell off as far as doing effort because it's just you burnt out. Oh yeah. You just it oh, wasn't yeah. it wasn't that um this teacher is not a good advisor for a club. It's just when does she have time to go to the store to get the stuff and call the rental place to get the car and buy the crown and do all that did you just I they just were burnt out, you know, to that uh by that point. But I definitely um enjoyed having those moments with you in particular because that's a unique moment to having a marriage where you can look back and reflect on. Um, because people always say we made an impact with students, and sometimes I'm like, did we, we did? I Mm-mm-mm. I wasn't even I was I was really just trying to do, trying to just keep it going, keep yeah. it going. But it was just fun times, and I don't care when I see those kids, I automatically go back to that moment yep. of. Like you said, those interact; those interactions; yeah. those are the powerful interactions. It necessarily wasn't going one plus one equal two, or yeah. you know, you for college you need to fill out such and such. It was having fun, laughing in the hallway, decorating, and then on Monday, all of us seeing each other in the hallway, waiting for the rest of the school to see the decorations we did, or waiting for everybody to come out to the field for the parade and those kind of things. So those are the interactions that I think really make a big difference.
1: Definitely some good times. Are you you just stared <sighs> off in space. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get our oh. own school. Oh Lord, get our own school. Yeah, that way we can control what happens and don't happen, and we can get the same feeling all the time.
0: I know. Let's do a Ron Clark vibe with an Outcast twist. Oh man, yeah,
1: that's, that's it. There, nice. man. Nice. Some authenticity. That's it. There, nice. man. <laughs>
0: Hey, you guys, so remember to uh, go over to The Right Effect, R-I-T-E, on Instagram and follow us there. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify and Podbean also is another way you can find us. Um, once you subscribe to the podcast, also click, give us five stars. We need those stars. Make that happen. And follow us on Twitter at 2DukesUp or Dr. Sharon Dukes. And, you know, text us. Let us know you listen listening. Hit us up. Yes, we are at a good number of listens. We're hitting close to the 2000s now, so I am excited. But y'all keep us in good spirit. Hope you have a happy holidays, and we'll be back with our next post just talking about the holiday spirit. All fun things, all good love.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, talk to you later.
1: Peace.